Hello and welcome to My Fellow Bodhisattva Podcast, Episode 12, with me, Kanjo Groman. This podcast is centered around the Buddha Dharma and living a life of benefit to ourselves and others. Today, being early December, I wanted to talk about overcoming, overcoming suffering of a loved one and loss of friends and family members during the holiday season. So we're coming off of Thanksgiving and we're entering into Christmas. These are, these are you know, Thanksgiving's not a religious holiday. It's a state, ho- a, a national holiday. I was working with um, a company in Germany and we were talking about, you know, delivering work and, and I had to ask, well, you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. We're closed and they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Christmas, however, is something that they do celebrate and something that I celebrate even as a Buddhist. So mostly to make my family happy. But also the Christmas time in our culture is you have the religious aspect, but of course you have the cultural aspect too. So growing up with Christmas and having most, if not, you know, of the bulk of my family still celebrating Christmas as a religious holiday, I'm really happy to to enjoy that time with them. That being said, um, there are Buddhist holidays in December. Being on December 8th, we celebrate the Buddha's Enlightenment Day. We have a service in Nichiren Shu called Jodowe, and this service commemorates the event of the historical Buddha gaining enlightenment in, in this world, our Buddha of our time. These times of holidays... Um, it's very difficult so because of loss because usually when we get together as a family we you know we're celebrating we're celebrating togetherness so when people pass away and we lose people that that memory is added into our celebration so there's already you know using using christmas as a as an example because um, it is such a, a large holiday. You know, that there's a lot of nostalgia in Christmas. For me, most of Christmas is nostalgia. The rest of Christmas is being together with my family. So when I think about loss or we think about loss of family members, it's it's more profound during this time because, because this is a time that you usually see them. And sometimes we don't see these relatives except on these holidays. So they stand out a little bit more. When I was growing up, um, it, for some family members, this is the hardest time, and for various reasons. And I remember as a as a child, looking at the the subject matter of loss as something that I didn't talk about, and mostly because I didn't want to bring up bad feelings. And it's really the opposite. It's really the opposite. We should have celebrated that person and helped the family member through a difficult time instead of sort of ignoring it and brushing it under, which I think is probably done less now, sort of like an illness. Things were just sort of glossed over maybe 30 years ago or so. I think people are more open to talk about difficult situations. So that's what we're talking about today is suffering during the holidays. So having, having family members and close friends um, not with us really can make uh, make suffering more internal. Really, we want to focus on on the person, on the person who's passed, and we do that in Buddhism every every month. Actually, we 
we don't every month we have what i'm saying is we don't we don't we don't just let a, a memorial day go we hold we hold on to it in a in a positive way so at our altar here at home we have and this is very common in buddhism a, a memorial book an ancestor book that sits on the altar and it's a you know it's a 31 page book and each day you turn it uh, before morning service or during the offering and then if and then listed on that day is whose memorial that day is and that could be 2018 1955 1922 whatever that may be whatever your history goes back to and you recognize this person you hopefully feel um the positive aspects of this person's life and the effect that they had on on their community and their family and and you say and we say a prayer we say a prayer for their spirit we say a prayer for their their current um rebirth or their their future enlightenment and their future enlightenment and at this time we can if if we're you know if we're doing this every month these these names and these people are very they're always on our mind you know so if i know my grandmother's memorial is coming up and she was known for cooking something very special or something or like my grandmother always gave me a bag of jelly beans it feels like always probably not every time but to me i left there with a bag of jelly beans so maybe i put jelly beans on the counter on the on the altar rather or maybe you know my grandfather now this isn't true but i don't know what he liked to drink because but maybe my grandfather liked um a beer they still make because i know my dad liked a beer that they don't make anymore who's still with me of course but um I may I may offer that beer or a whiskey or something like that. Basically, saying if they like something, maybe in, and you're praying for their spirit, we put it on the altar so that they can come and enjoy it. They come to hear the Dharma and they come to um, be with their family as a spirit, and they can enjoy this refreshment. So when I go to, let's say let's let's talk about jelly beans or cakes or or pies. When I go to Thanksgiving. Now, I'll kind of jump around on holidays here because the specific holidays, not so much the point as the idea of the suffering of loss. Maybe I bring that pie with me and and that may that may bring up a conversation of, of my grandmother and what a wonderful person and what energy she brought to the family. And as a, I really saw her as a, a matriarch. She was really there as a, as a big part of our family. So I may bring that pie and I, or I may think, or and I may think that, you know, when I think of my grandmother, uh, usually I think of her with a smile on her face. So she brought a lot of joy to our family. So maybe I come and try to bring joy to to a to an event, a family event, and we can keep going. We can go into the community. What did my grandmother do? What did your grandmother do? How did they affect their community in a positive way? Can we take up their volunteerism? Can we, can we take whatever their mission was and bring it into our lives? So these are ways that we can alleviate the suffering. So suffering is simultaneous with joy and, and happiness and love. They, it's left and right. You can't have one without the other. So the idea is to eliminate it by, by understanding it and as it truly is. And the role that it plays within its counterpart of or its opposite of of joy and happiness. So, thinking about them every month that certainly helps. 
it's less of a shock. So as we run from from discomfort to discomfort and try to make our lives as, as comfortable as possible, as warm as possible, as techni- technologically convenient as possible, to the, the level of absurdity, we are robbing ourselves of of acknowledging suffering so that when it comes often it can be so foreign that we feel victim or it can be so foreign that we feel that we've done something wrong and this is a penalty so we're we're not so much used to it so i'm not saying now let's go out and always suffer i'm saying understand suffering in the context that it has within our existence as human beings as sentient beings So, really, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Pretty, pretty short. Just some advice on, you know, the one thing I like about, one of the things, one of the many things I like about the Dharma and Buddhism is that it's filled with antidotes. It's not, it's not the Dharma saying, learn to transform suffering and then walk away. It's learn to transform suffering and this is how. You transform suffering by finding the good in it. You transform um, suffering by not being foreign to it, by realizing its its reality. And how do we do that? Well, let's let's have let's have our ancestors always in our mind. Let's always be prepared for what's coming, and not be a stranger to it. We can transform suffering by finding the joy. We can transform suffering by seeing another sentient being who is having a difficult time and identifying why they're having it or identifying our suffering and how our interactions are are not going so well it, by looking at their suffering and our suffering we can find a commonality it, it unites us really we can find a commonality and find how we can put that suffering aside and grow the friendship so as you go through the holiday season, whether it's the Buddha's Enlightenment Day or it's our past Thanksgiving or upcoming Christmas or New Year's, which is celebrated by all faiths, uh, please keep these things in mind um, and help others alleviate their suffering, especially bringing positive attitudes of family members with you. And if they're, they're new losses... This may be an opportunity to start a new tradition to overcome the difficulties of loss. Thank you so much for coming by today and listening to the podcast. Please contact me at myfellowbodhisattva at gmail.com if you have any feedback or show ideas. I really appreciate you coming by today and um, hope you have a wonderful holiday season and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.